Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our worship hours is on Sundays at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. As well as our Sunday school, which comes on Fridays at 7 p.m. as well. Um, all of those are live. And you can see us on Facebook. Um, also, please check out our Twitter and our Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, don't forget to hit the like button. Don't forget to hit the notification bell so you can get all the latest content that is on this channel. If you would like to donate or be a part of Tenor Meeting Holiness Ministries, go to our website where you will see everything that we do there. Uh, you can reach us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C dot slash 10 of meeting. And if you would like to email us or talk to us, email us at T-O-M-M-I-N-C at yahoo.com. Now back to our service. Welcome to Ten of Many Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, and today we're going to be in Romans 6. And we're going to be dealing with being dead to sin and alive to God. Alright, so we're going to dig right on in. Because we saw last week where we were talking about having peace with God through faith. Mm -hmm. Right? So having peace with God through faith, our faith is strengthened through the things that God does for us, right? Right. As God does for us, our faith gets stronger and stronger and stronger. We have our faith. God does things for us and it just strengthens it makes it stronger and stronger and stronger. So in Romans 6, he comes back and he asks the question, what shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? So if we have, if, we, if we're in grace, if we're in the grace period, does that mean we have a freedom card to just sin all we want because we are in grace? That's the question that is posed here. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? And then he says in two, by no means. How can we who died to sin still live in it? So, when you come to Christ, we see that once we come to Christ, our sins are forgiven. So, he's posing the question, because we come to Christ, our sins are forgiven, we have the grace of Christ in us, so now that we have, cre now that we have grace, 
do we go back into sin? Mm. He says in three, do you know what that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. So once you got baptized into Christ, that means you got baptized into everything that Christ has done. That's right. Right? Mm -hmm. Christ is our example. So by Christ being our example, us being Christians supposed to be Christ-like. Right. Which means we're supposed to do what Christ did. Mm -hmm. So if we are baptized into Christ, we are baptized into his death too. Right. Now how are we baptized into his death? Because he died for us. For our sins. Mm -hmm. So once we come to Christ, our sins are forgiven through what he's done on the cross. For says, we were buried therefore with him by baptism into death, in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Mm -hmm. Our newness of life counts on the fact that that we gave ourselves to Christ. Mm -hmm. Now you must ask yourself, how new are you? Mm. Are you just wipe me clean new or are you spit shine new? Are you clean off the varnish new or are you shiny chrome new? Hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Cause a lot of us come to Christ and we'll say we're in Christ and we say that we're Christians, but we don't follow Christ. Right. Yeah. He's our Lord and not our Savior. He's our Savior and not our Lord. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not understanding that you can't have one without the other. Right. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Five says, For if we have been united with him in death, like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. So if we are united with him in death, if our sins went to the cross, that means we are resurrected with him as well. Mm -hmm. right? right? So, what does that mean? If I'm buried with Christ, that means Christ died for our sins. So I got to do what God did. I have to do what Jesus do. I had to go through what Jesus went through. Mm -hmm. Jesus went through a crucifixion and a resurrection. 
this is why we have to be born again. Because your life has to go through a crucifixion and a resurrection. Which means you're going to go through something. Right. To be crucified is to mean that you're going to go through something. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to go through something to come out on the other side. A lot of people believe when you come to Christ, you don't have to go through nothing. Hmm. But on the contrary... Not only do you have to be, you have to go through something. You're gonna have to be crucified, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. The Bible tells us we have to crucify the flesh. Mm. That means the things that you did in your flesh cannot be done anymore. That's right. The way you walk, the way you talk, the way you move, the way you dance, the places that you used to go, all of that stuff has to change. Mm -hmm. To be reborn. Right. To be born again. To be renewed. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Remade, revamped. All of it has to change. You have to change. Mm -hmm. So if for if we have been united with him in a death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. So when we resurrect, when we come out on the other side, that old person that we used to be is no more. That's right. The places you used to go, Makes you know, never mind. Mm -hmm. The things that you used to do, you don't want to do no more. Right. Places you used to be, you don't want to be no more. The person you used to be, you don't want to be no more. And he goes on to say in 6, We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing. So that we would no longer be slave to sin. And that's what we don't understand about being born again. Because until you are born again, you are a slave to the sinful life that you live. You can't help it. That's why it's so hard to come out of it. Because right. you're a slave to it. Right. And then when you're trying to come out of it, you're trying to bring some stuff with you. Right? That's right. Jesus told his disciples, it's going to be a time when everything in Jerusalem is going to be gone. And he says, and when you get to that time, if you were in the upper room, you run downstairs and don't take no suitcases with you and just run. Mm -hmm. But see, a lot of us, when we are in our sin and then we come to Christ, we want to go downstairs and grab a suitcase full of stuff and then go. Right. Mm. That's not what we're told to do. Mm. You have to leave that stuff. 
Jesus told the rich man, sell off all of that stuff and follow me. And instead of doing that, he walked off. Right? Yeah. Because we're a slave to the stuff that we did accomplished in our lives. We are slave to the things that we have. We are slave to the sinful life and to the worldly things. Seven says, for one who has died has been set free from sin. So once you crucify the flesh, you have no use for sin. You set free from it. There's no need to be ashamed. And we talked about this in Sunday school today. Right. You don't have to be ashamed of the things that you used to do. The things that you used to do instead of being shameful about them, it becomes a testimony of what you came out of. You've been set free from it. That's right. And we cannot allow people to bring up our past mm -hmm. and allow them to put us back there and we become slave to those things again. Once you are free, Scripture says you are free indeed when you're in Christ. Mm -hmm. Don't allow people to put you back there into the stuff that you used to do. That's right. They can say it all they want to, but you became a new creature and you know this. Don't allow them to put you back there. That's right. I remember when you did this. I remember when you did that. You all high and mighty now, but I remember mm -hmm. this, that, and the other. Whatever. <laughs> right? Right. And the thing is, the reason they remember that is because they still back there. Right. You still talking about it. I mean, you still there. Yeah. That's right. You can't look at me for who I am now. You have to look at me for who I used to be. I'm not going to let you hold that over my head. Mm -hmm. It says, now if we have died with Christ, we believe that we also live with him. So if we want to be crucified and we have crucified our flesh and we have crucified all our problems and crucified the whole way of life we used to live mm -hmm. and when Jesus resurrected with no sin on him and we resurrect on the other side right along with him with no sin on us mm -hmm. we are free from that sinful life right. we don't have to be that person anymore right. we are not that person anymore right right mm -hmm. we also live with him. So because we have conquered death with Christ, which means that we don't have to go to hell because of our sins. That's right. 
we can now live an everlasting life with Him because we are with Him and our sins are gone. Now it says, we know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over Him. And if death has no, no dominion over Him, it has no dominion over us as well. That's right. Now, you understand this when you are connected with Christ. The only way this stuff matters to you is if you are connected with Christ. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Tian says, for the death, he died, he died to sin. Once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So, once Jesus conquered death and he resurrected, he was living for his Father. Right? So, as we live, we live for the Father through Christ. Mm -hmm. We can do the same thing Jesus did, only... The only difference is, Jesus is directly to the Father, and we are connected to the Father through Jesus Christ. That's right. Eleven says, so you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Have you considered yourself dead to sin? And people will say, no, no, I'm a sinner. You're not a sinner. <laughs> Scripture says you're dead to sin. So why would you claim that? Mm -hmm. We're all sinners. You can be a sinner by yourself. Mm -hmm. Don't put me in your category. Mm -hmm. I got enough issues. Right. <laughs> To be adding categories. Mm -hmm. 12 says, Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Now, this doesn't mean that you will never sin again. Because you will. But what it means is that you can repent and stay free of sin. That's right. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body. Mm -hmm. Don't let it reign there. Because it's going to be there. But don't let it take over. Mm -hmm. That's what it's saying. Don't let it reign. Which means don't let it don't let it rule you. Right. You're going to sin because we're human beings. But don't let it just take over because you'll be back where you started. Right? That's right. To make you obey its passions. Because the passions that it has is really not yours.
That's we right. take on these things. Mm-hmm. 13 says, do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness. Your members. Your arms and your legs and your fingers and your hands, your members. Mm-hmm. Stop walking to the wrong places. Going to the wrong spots. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. Walking right into trouble. Mm-hmm. You always find yourself in the wrong place at the wrong time. Wow. You always got your hands and stuff that you don't even need to be touching. Yeah. You ever seen somebody like that? And they call you, yeah, I just got into a lot of trouble. And and you ask them, why was you even over there? (laughs) You know, what you doing over there? They call you, yeah, I'm, 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 yeah I'm, in, I'm in some trouble and I got, I got some things going on. Where you at? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't say right now. <laughs> Just mess. <laughs> oh, those people always into something always walking in the wrong places always got their hands and stuff oh yeah how did you get mixed up in that <laughs> well <laughs> they can't even tell you I don't know <laughs> do not present your members to sin as instruments for unrighteousness Stay away from that stuff. Try to use that as a rule of thumb. If you can't take Jesus there, you don't need to be there. Mm-hmm. There you go. But we allow ourselves to get in these situations. Where you going? Well, I'm going to the club. I thought you were saved. Yeah, but they want me to go. I'm just going to go because they're getting on my nerves. Let them get on your nerves. Right. Don't do something stupid. Because somebody else that's not in Christ wants you to do something. Right. <laughs> You're supposed to be leading them, but they leading you. Mm-hmm. Back into old places, doing old things. using your members as instruments of unrighteousness. Here's the funny thing about that because you go out with them and you get in trouble, they ain't going to be nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They'll sure leave you out there. I thought she was saved. What happened? Yeah, she said she was saved. She was out there with us. I don't know. Y'all just left her? Yeah, we didn't get mixed up in that. You the one took her out there. Right. But present yourselves to God as those who 
have been brought from death to life, and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. And see, here's the problem with people that's just coming to Christ. Because when they first come to Christ and they get into a church, they get happy about being there, but they don't know nobody to save yet. And all of the people that they do know is not saved. Mm -hmm. So they have to make new friends. Mm -hmm. And the problem with making the new friends is when they start trying to make new friends, some of the Christians are just evil. Yeah. And so they true. turn them away. Oh, yeah. Snub them. Mm -hmm. Talk about them. Mm -hmm. Be wrong to them. Oh, yeah. And they will talk these people right out of being saved. have to be nurturing to the people that's coming to Christ. Yeah. We ought to be happy when we see somebody that just came to Christ. Mm -hmm. Oh, let me show you this. Let me get you in this. Let me help you this. Mm -hmm. Here, take my number. Call me whenever you need something. You know, we can talk scriptures. We can pray together. We can do Bible studies. All of that kind of stuff. But we so high and mighty, we ain't got time for nobody. Because you, you're so saved, you ain't got time for nobody but Jesus. <laughs> No, you don't talk to God that much. <laughs> Come on. But present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life. In 13. And your members to God as instruments for righteousness. 14 says, for sin will have no dominion over you. Since you are under, since you are not under law, but under grace. As long as you stay under Christ, you're under grace. When you are not under Christ, you are under law. Whether you know it or not, or like it or not. Whether you believe in it or not. You're under the law. You get judged accordingly. You're either under grace or you're under law. Mm -hmm. And the law can't save your soul. That's right. That's the problem with being under the law. You can't, you have no salvation under the law. You can obey the laws of the land, that's not going to save you. You can believe in the laws of Moses, that's not going to save you either. I'm an upstanding citizen that I obey all the laws. <laughs> it doesn't matter. That's not going to save yourself. So if that don't save yourself, 15 says, what then? <laughs> are we to sin because we are not under law, but under grace? So because we are under grace, does that give us a free will to sin? By no means. Do you know what if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, 
or of obedience which leads to righteousness. Whatever you end up doing, if you become under Christ, you're a slave to Christ. If you are in sin, you're a slave to sin. Right. But there's no righteousness in sin. There's only total damnation going into sin. But there's everlasting life as a slave to Christ. 17 says, But thanks be to God that you were once slaves of sin, have become obedient from the heart mm -hmm. to the standard of teaching to which you were committed. Now, when you come to Christ, it has to be from the heart. That's why I don't push people to come to Christ. I ask you and I tell you what you can do to get to Christ. Yeah. But you yourself have to come because if I make you come, you will leave. But if you come on your own, that means you know that you need this for yourself. That's right. And you will stay. That's right. And we ask people to come to church all the time. Mm -hmm. But it's still up to them to, to want to be here or they have to know within themselves that they need this. Right. Right? Right. And my job is to show you this and once you come here I can show you how to stay in it. Mm -hmm. But it's still up to you to have to come and want to be here. That's right. And you have to do that from the heart. 18 says, And having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. I am speaking in human terms because your natural limitations, because of your, life, your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness. So now... Present, so now present your members as slaves, present your members as slaves to righteousness leading to sanctification. Mm -hmm. So now as you present your, your members as slaves to righteousness, this is what leads to sanctification, justification, being justified in Christ. Mm -hmm. Because the only way to be justified in Christ, and we read this a couple of weeks ago, is God is the only one who can justify you, and the only way, and the only way, the only way God is going to justify you is through His Son, Christ Jesus. That's right. Right. Mm -hmm. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity and lawlessness, leading to more lawlessness, it's like you was in sin and you just kept sinning. And you kept getting deeper in sin as you keep sinning. <clears throat> the reason you go from sin to worse sins to worse sins to worse sins is because they're getting packed up. And then you have no way to get them resolved because you're not in Christ. If you pray and you're not in Christ, 
your prayer goes nowhere and you can say it's to God, but your prayer to God has to go through Christ. So if you don't believe in Christ, your prayer goes nowhere. And all of these sins are still upon you. Right? So once you come to Christ and you get your sins forgiven, you become sanctified, justified by God through His Son, Jesus Christ. That's right. 20 says, For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. But what fruit were you getting at the time from the things of which you are now ashamed? Mm -hmm. For the end of those things is death. You become ashamed. Because you, the things that you're doing is not enough for you. But what fruit were you getting at the time from the things of which you are now ashamed? Because when you were not in Christ, you were ashamed of the stuff that you were doing because the fruit that you was bearing was no good. See, there's a way to bear fruit, good and bad. Wow. Wow. For the end of those things is death. That fruit that you was bearing at first before you came to Christ, that was a path to hell. But when you came to Christ, you took a detour. <laughs> And got on the track that you were supposed to have been on in the first place. 22 says, but now that you have been set free from sin and have become slaves of God, the fruit you get leads to sanctification and it ends in eternal life. That's right. So you went from shameful fruit mm -hmm. to sanctification and justification. With the fruit that you bear now. And that leads to everlasting life. Right. It says for the wages of sin is death. And we hear that a lot right? It's, right. A, it's a scripture that you hear all the time. The wages of sin is death. Mm -hmm. Isn't that a sad thing to hear? Mm -hmm. The wages of sin? You just paying your way to hell? Yeah. Oh yeah. But the free gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. And, the, and God gives us these gifts and he gives it to us freely. All we have to do is follow Christ Jesus and we are free from sin, from eternal darkness. And we are delivered from that. And we obtain everlasting life. What could be better than that? That's right. Amen. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you. We just thank you for the scriptures today. We thank you for understanding that we don't have to live in our sin. And we can become alive in you. 
and we can become dead in sin. Father, we thank you for these scriptures today. We thank you for the wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. Mm -hmm. So now we can go and teach others what we have learned here today. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and we say amen. amen. Stay blessed and watching Tenant Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button or the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Thanks again for coming. And as always, stay blessed and faithful.